from Alaska, Grim After Dark, starring John and Danny. No, I'm kidding. I'm not frozen. That'd be pretty funny, though. Hey, guys. Welcome to Grim After Dark. Guys, the Battle of the State of Slate came and went. The world sort of, man, about it, I guess. Um, we're going to go through the Frontline Major schedule for 2023. Uh, we look at the number one chess coaching tool. Uh, and we share our greatest frustrations. I am a hydrocephalic version of Quentin Tarantino. And even though we are a group of elitist neckbeards, it's still going to be pretty grim after dark. My first co-host today is our classic high hairline Harry. It's Danny McDevitt. That's the noise we make when there's a technical issue in the show. Therefore, you're going to hear it Perfect. quite frequently today. Just nailed uh, it. Danny, uh, this was all written uh, without a co-host in mind, uh, or a third co-host, I should imagine. So you want to go ahead. Guys, uh, this is going to be the shock of the world, uh, tonight's guest. You didn't think we could possibly get him on. Uh, Danny, why don't you build this up a little bit more? Okay. Yeah. So to the surprise of no one, no one wanted to come on tonight. So we have Val on again. <laughs> also, we didn't ask anyone to be fair. <laughs> okay. So you may know Val from <laughs> numerous, numerous theatrical productions and improv sessions from all across Canada. Mm-hmm. Not um, from SoCal on Friday though. But no, not from there. <laughs> no. Very absence. <laughs> that was, uh, that was uh, done completely remotely. Um, I am definitely not stalling for any more time. Yeah. Um, so, hey, guys, awesome. here's Val. That and also, you know, Ben J, who I'm assuming is Ben Gerard, said I would have come on and chat. Uh, yeah. Open you come on? Uh, yeah, like, we can kick Val off now. No, we can't. Well, who's coming on? I just uh, got ben here. Ben J. Yeah, yeah, let's get Ben Jurek on. The Ben Jurek? Yeah, the Ben Jurek. Wow. The Legend awesome. says, because I never saw it, that he was the yeah, we. <laughs> You know, it would have made sense content-wise for us to like get the guy to get the guy <laughs> who won our tournament. That, no, like, no, no, you, no, no, no. We'll, we're, we'll mansplain what, ha- what your lived experience for you, Ben. Perfect. You just you just sit back and we'll explain everything that happened. J. Cal finally caught you losers live. Thank you for that. Sorry, man. Yeah, but you're watching this during football season, so who's the real loser, Ben or Jay? Man, you're all guys. Whatever. Um, guys, Frontline yes. teased us last week uh, with this image. you got to start with this because I loved uh, the way the 2023 event circuit was uh, revealed. Mm-hmm. Everything was redacted. Mm-hmm. Um, with uh, this specific event and this next slide here, uh, the secret redacted event uh, from January 26th <laughs> to 29th, uh, 2023. <laughs> Being a surprise event, which I think uh-huh. is ballsy to go up against mm-hmm. the Las Vegas Open uh, with your own product. You, you uh, definitely. Oh, John, I was going to say you definitely can't see the casino lights reflected in the water <laughs> <laughs> underneath the uh, redacted part. So, just throwing that out. That's there. true. That's true. Fictitiously famous. Greetings from the one audio listener. Bold move to join us on YouTube and turn off the video. The smart move. Uh, but on we go. Good move, uh, <laughs> guys. <laughs> What are your thoughts on on these teases and this presentation of the 2023 season as a redacted uh, with a couple of uh, obvious choices and placeholders? Well, uh, John, I I can speak to this as as one of the uh, leaders of this this fledging network. uh, That is probably symbolic of the ramshackle, absolute last second, zero thought put into production uh style that we often have around here uh case in point the powerpoint presentation we're currently cruising through and delayed the show to haphazardly add things to so uh i suspect someone said tech priest dicky aka kicker said tech priest dicky we need to reveal the 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 tournaments for next year but also we can't reveal the tournaments for next year and then they did that gw redacted thing uh it was probably done in haste and poor taste uh two i mean that's that's the first two points on the style guide if i'm not mistaken look poor taste and poorly done yeah yes. as a I, consumer john of this yeah. product, i have to yeah. say i've never been more excited for frontlines gaming events this year 
I'm um, just sad there's not an alternative to LVO the last weekend of January 2016. That was that's actually Bobby yeah. Blast is still available. Do you don't know that there's not? <laughs> that's fair. Val, you were you were about to correct me before I shield. Uh no, I I was I was just going to say that uh they they were just holding the spot just in case the, the there was going to be a US Open on that date, but I guess I guess there there wasn't, so that's good. That's fair. That's fair. They did they did announce and also Super disappointed that the secret event August 13th to the 20th isn't a week-long tournament in, say, Salt Lake City, as opposed to a cruise. Uh, but moving on, they did announce the full season uh, during the SoCal Open stream, uh, which we can see here, including the addition of the Rocky Mountain Open Ooh. and a surprise, uh, which was a cool uh, Dickie special, surprise TPA event in September. This uh, is not Dickie. That was not, that looks Dickensian. But this, I, this is, in fact, not Dickie. <laughs> However, that means, though, that no one did catch the surprise. Uh, although, that's a surprise. That's a surprise. That's a surprise. Okay, cool. All right, we're good. We're good. I thought there may have been a word now. <laughs> no, it is a surprise. Well, that's why you have, like, a shit-talking podcast that doesn't actually do anything tactical in your network, so they can pick out uh, these things like this. The other thing I picked out here, Danny, uh, before we go uh -huh. to thoughts in the lineup, uh, do you believe, and, and Val, as an official representative of Frontline Gaming, yeah. will the Rocky Mountain Open... <laughs> At the start of the sentence, yes, go ahead. Uh, contain, <laughs> uh, will they be serving Rocky Mountain oysters? Good would question. those be uh, bull testicles? Yes, they would be. That Excellent. would be a Rocky Mountain oyster. I always, I always knew those as prairie oysters. Well, <laughs> look... <laughs> This is one of those Canada versus the U.S. things. I mean... Wait, you don't put clams in your tomato juice? What's wrong with you? Whoa, 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 whoa. We like clamato just as much as everyone else, okay? No, you don't. Don't, don't, yeah, don't. Do. What? Yeah. What? Give me a break. Don't gaslight me. I drink it all the time. You drink clamato all the time. You drink clam yeah. juice and tomatoes all the time, huh? With beer? With beer. Do you yeah. have Why would you, clamato what? in your fridge right now, Danny? No, I don't have any. I only drink it at the uh, bar. Convenient. Real. With a beer, okay. what? Yeah, okay, you want so... me to go run to the fridge and grab some? Is that what you want? Yeah, yeah, absolutely do. Uh, Big Pap SC <laughs> on Twitch. Is John wearing an England jersey? No, John is not. And no, it's like the opposite of what I'm wearing. Uh, but yeah, so we have the Rocky Mountain Open. We have a surprise tournament coming up in September. What are your guys' thoughts on the announced lineup that's coming up here? Uh, we have, again, Las Vegas, Cherokee, Bay Area, Atlantic City, Lone Star, Cruise Hammer and SoCal all making triumphant returns. Uh, what do you think of the addition of a Colorado event? It's exciting for me, John. Uh, somebody who lives medium close to Colorado, uh, mm -hmm. it's uh, it's not that far. Well, I mean, it's like a 12-hour drive, but it's like not that far comparatively. So I could make it. I could drive there. I don't have to fly, which is very nice. Uh, was this kind of how you saw the circuit expanding? Because we've seen over the past few years, Atlantic City's kind of come in, uh, Lone Star's come in. Do you see yep. like the, the addition here, like continued growth through the circuit for the next few years? I've I've uh, no idea. It just depends on whether or not Kicker has a heart attack or some other sort of uh, thing that prevents Entirely further possible. growth. That man's resting um, heart rate is probably yeah, let's not, not low. Let's no, not no. that risk. I mean, come on. He, jog he runs every morning. He might be from something, but he does run every single morning, and that's why it's important uh, to catch Kicker. Sometimes Kicker will call me mid-jog, and it's just, just enjoy your run, buddy. Like, I can't understand what you're saying. He doesn't need to breathe hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's the wind on the mic. It's just, yeah. you know, oh, this, well, that was actually a really impressive microphone. <laughs> Couldn't make it make a wind sound. Wow, technology. Um, the uh, how do I feel about it? I think it's awesome. Uh, they're uh, they're going all over the United States. Colorado, obviously. I mean, Kicker's done his homework on this one. He was a very strategic choice to to, to put something there. Um, I know certainly, like Lone Star Open has been like a tremendous success for for FLG, and like that one's continued to grow massively. Um, this year, hopefully, we can get some momentum going a bit more behind Atlantic City Open because it's up in the in the sort of northeaster ish. Atlantic City area, but nonetheless, New Jersey, right, guys? Huh? Wait, hmm? Atlantic City, the boardwalk, Atlantic guys. City? Monopoly spaces, yeah. Mediterranean <laughs> Avenue. Come on. Would Atlantic whoa, whoa. City Open be the brown properties of the FLG Monopoly board, 
Or would that See, be like so a what, yellow where, red? Where do FLG events fit on the Monopoly board? Uh, what are the green ones? We'll go green ones. Not quite Boardwalk Park Place, but you know, they're upper tier. Little Pennsylvania Avenue. Let's take a stroll on Pennsylvania Avenue. Isn't, isn't, isn't Pennsylvania a railroad? Pretty sure Pennsylvania oh, is know. one of the railroads. Yeah, it's a railroad, buddy. Yeah. Come on. I don't That's know. Cool. Dude, I'm Come just on. throwing things out here. I Look, tried, I'm not I, a tried to, I tried to explain to my, my, uh, my nephew, he's like 10, 10 or 11, he's starting to like, I don't know, be, be someone I can talk to now. He was talking about how good he was at Monopoly, and I'm like, all right, kid, just never, ever, okay, ever, never build hotels. And he's like, no. I'm like, dude, do not build hotels. And he like got, he got into an argument with me, like, kid, look, I don't want to have to play you in Monopoly and absolutely crush you. Do not build <laughs> hotels. Yeah. And then I well, realized famous. maybe I shouldn't push around an 11-year-old, but, you know, yeah. whatever. You are famous for not having an incredible competitive streak at any kind of game. Uh, so I think that's important to carry forward for the rest of your, your life. No, um, not competitive, but not, not usually good. But against normies. Huh? Huh? That's the key. Go play against normal people, not Warhammer nerds. That's a problem. Too good at stuff. Yeah. To be fair, um, we do love the Monopoly chat in my Tory Army Man show. Thank you, Big Papa SC. Uh, tactics are really important in that one, too. Uh, we did have this question coming in from someone who, I assume, doesn't watch or listen to the show up in this next slide, but this is specifically directed towards you, Val. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, I thought we were streaming SoCal <laughs> from a Reese Robbins. Whoopsie doodle. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like the Inquisition so calling meme. Well, um, SoCal uh, was the first test of the great remote streaming setup. Uh, how'd it go? Well, it was stressful. It was very stressful. Uh, but it, uh, it, it did eventually get going, uh, which was, was nice. Um, it was one of those things where uh, we, it wasn't a three-day event. Uh, so this, this event has dropped down to two days. So it was Saturday, Sunday. And, uh, and uh, it was, uh, so we had Friday to, to set up. And honestly, it was one of those situations where at the end of Friday, I was sitting there like, this thing's fucking it's running like a dream. We're, we're rolling. That's we're like, this, this thing's yeah. sexy. It's looking good. I had an overlay that wasn't like all jumbled up and gross. And then, uh, and then something happened where uh, uh, <laughs> it was the end of the night, and for some reason, like the, the the janitor rolled in, and they were like, "Hey, who's got this extension cord?" And I found out that apparently our our power was being powered from an outdoor outlet, and the janitor claimed he could not close the door without unplugging everything, and without saying a word to me uh, remotely, uh, one of the guys on the ground just yanked the power out of the wall. Uh, and uh, just wrapped up and like like put everything away. And it was it was that was it. We were done our setup. Oh, yeah. damn it! Private Danny, dancing chat girls. Um, Danny, and so go ahead. Well, while Valg takes care of the sexy girls in Ooh, chat, thirty-two of people. Them. Where are they? So, yeah, thirty-two. Crazy. Um, do you feel janitors are really the true enemy of competitive forty k? Often. Like, I think ahead. we can definitively say that. Actually, we've got mm -hmm. proof. Was the janitor actually eventual winner Benjirak in a janitor outfit trying to hide uh, his dice rolling into ruins uh, day one and two. <laughs> Definitely not, actually. Uh, but he did have a suspicious mustache from what I understand. Um, Benjirak or the janitor? Both. Uh, yeah, the uh, Benjirak, I think, yeah. by the way. Although we could so say... I think that's on Scottish accent, so let's not... Ben Jerk. Well, no, it's just, I assumed it was the true like champion Ben Jerk. <laughs> the feeling Perfect. when Val has the better Scottish Flawless. accent of everyone. Yeah. John, are you impressed sad. by that accent? I just have to ask. Like, I am. Yeah, okay. I had real Austin yeah. Powers 2 vibes coming from that. <laughs> Dina be impressed by my accent there, Scotsman. <laughs> Dina, Dina be. Is by the way, here? apparently, Where, yeah, happy birthday. Happening? Happy birthday, right? Something about a happy, is, yeah. there, is there a slide for that? Anyway, long story short, guys, basically we click go on Saturday and my entire world collapsed uh, one st step at a time. It was like what appeared to have been built with, with strong lumber and two by fours was in fact breadsticks, each one snapping as I put any exertion on them. This included the computer basically, just fucking melting. Uh, this Wait. included the internet dropping. This included um, <laughs> the mic set that I had with an advertised transmitter battery life of five hours lasting for about two and a half hours notably not long enough to get through around what and breadsticks the, are you eating that snap 
What, what are you talking about, man? Like a breadstick? Come on, it's got no tensile strength. You put any weight up, like a like a so, like a like a, a so three breadstick. So, pardon? dude, in Commonwealth countries, breadsticks come in like long, crispy, like crunchy. Is this a, is this a cultural thing? thing? Yeah, yeah, it's oh a cultural thing. No, they, they don't exist in America. <laughs> Terrible. That sounds awful. Give me my loaf of bread with cheese on it, please. Ah, lad, you've never had a breadstick. <laughs> Just in case so, people were wondering, that was Canadian Val. Uh, I know it didn't sound like it, but that absolutely was. So anyway, I was sweating, boys. I was sweating buckets, but we had yeah. like uh, we had uh, executive producer of this show, Nick Horton, on the ground. We had Garrett, uh, a, a fine gentleman, uh, better known from uh, from Dice Check fame. He's often on that channel. Uh, has okay. been monumental in helping uh, uh, a number of streams of ours now. Um, so he was there grinding. He, I didn't expect to have him. He was just like, man, get a free weekend. I guess we'll go swing by and just like bleed for this, uh, this stream. So it was fantastic. That's cool. Uh, and a guy named James, who's a, a new hanger on that, that Nick has duped into all this. So, and then behind the scenes, we had Adam Camilleri. We had uh, Dustin Henshaw. We had uh, tech priest Dickie myself. So like, there was a lot of, a lot of hands on deck. And I think we did get through it. I think ultimately it did, it did hum along towards the end, uh, but we had mm -hmm. to strip it down quite a bit. And, you know, we'll, we'll do better next time. Whatever works. Well. I think it was a good show in the end. Yeah. I didn't feel great, but that's okay. Yeah. I'm speaking of which, I think you yeah. did share this next image here, Val, which shows kind of, uh, uh, it's an art piece describing your journey over the weekend. Um, I mm -hmm. did add some visual, t uh, some tags on here. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's a couple of dents in this wall here. We have a, a round one dent. We have a round two dent. Uh, there's a little crack, which I don't think is a dent, so I think that's a Best Coast Pairing Solidarity dent. Uh, they understand <laughs> uh, when things just kind of poop bad. And then the email from thing. recent inbox dent. Yeah. Uh, it was a text message, but yeah. Yeah, no, actually, that was... It was a Skype message. But that was, was all. I don't, I don't yeah. know if you guys watch American football, but uh, I felt really proud of the fact that I, f I finally had, like, a throwing of the headset moment. Uh, and so that was actually one whipping of my headset at the wall immediately over here and wow. uh you know what i hate it i hate that headset that headset screwed me over in new orleans with the hottest mic of all time but uh it survived it when you shared your radical fine. views with the world by accident you shared radical views by accident yeah with the hottest <laughs> mic of all time that was a bad joke move on i go yeah, back. no i just thought he he was telling his wife his pin number and it just kind of uh <laughs> Uh, no, but there is a funny story, uh, where it, anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> My wife in, in, in a, uh, in, in a, in, in a grocery store one time, uh, like over a group of people went one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. What what's one two three four? And I was like, that's my pin number, man. What the like? Why, <laughs> why are you asking me this? Um, not actually one two three four. That was a for instance. Anyway, we can move on here. Uh, okay. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was streaming forty k is incredibly uh, difficult. I think that is I think that is the case, especially when you want to get fancy. I think I think it's uh, I I'm more and more wondering. Um, <laughs> I don't know, like the people who do this well, do it kind of full time and uh, pour a lot of their life into it. Um, I just shorten my life over short periods of time uh, by trying to cram a lot into it, but it takes a lot. Um, it's always good to be humbled. I just wish I had picked something that wasn't in front of, uh, you know, a very public audience all the time. Uh, but uh, onward to LVO. By the way, boys, you want to do uh, you want to do some between the between the round coverage, guys? What do you what do you want to do? Are we going to set up a desk for you? You know, I would love to. Uh, I will say, didn't buy the ticket insurance. You're gonna have to help me out with that one there uh, for the little championship. Uh, but yeah, no, we're we're gonna make LVO the biggest LVO ever. Uh, the Rio tickets available for some things probably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but to be a true pro gamer, uh, which all your streamers are, a lot of the players at LVO, true pro gamers, uh, you need a true pro gaming drink, and this guy here. Uh, is your answer, uh, because it's their brand new ad campaign. Milk, after years of relying on the Got Milk campaign, are now promoting themselves as the official performance drink of gamers. Uh, guys, can we expect to see more milk at the table during Warhammer tournaments now? You know, the only thing I think that would improve the smell of a Warhammer <laughs> tournament is... <laughs> 
milk. <laughs> Some hot dairy farts. You know, like it, when it soaks into those frontline gaming mats, which are available at any time. You can't, they don't soak in. They just wipe yeah, off. Mm. They're high quality. Is man. that is that right? Is that right? Just yeah. like, yeah, okay. Yeah. You could squeegee them off. All right. Yeah, definitely that doesn't. You know, I'm going to need to see it work with milk before. Like, I think you need to give a live demonstration. Oh, buddy. There's going to so, be a video section next week now. Here's another, here's another, here's another uh, probably cultural take. But up here in Canada, certainly in Ontario, oh, at some point in the last 10 years, uh, it wasn't milk. It was actually chocolate milk claimed the space as like a performance drink. So like... <laughs> So like chocolate, so it would always like it would be like these people performance? like, yeah, like immediate take it take an immediate hot dump drink, but like it, <laughs> no, it, it, there's this incredible thing where it's just like as a fat guy in the convenience store, I can now like walk through and be like, I want chocolate milk. Ah, don't don't get a chocolate milk. Oh wait a minute, no, it's a sports drink, and I can just like pound my, <laughs> I can just pound my choco. I love chocolate milk. Fool me as I do something athletic. <laughs> just, that that squat because I dropped. Dropped a beaver nickel on the ground. <laughs> I can just imagine Lil Kicker after his 15 mile morning run, just pulling a <laughs> yeah. milk out of his fanny pack and just drowning you the know, whole thing. In one. Funny story, actually, John, he dr he drinks it before he goes on a 15 mile run. <laughs> no, it's a recovery <laughs> beverage. We don't want to be doing <laughs> that. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's done the milk challenge here, but it's serious business. Also, Kicker guys, Kicker does not use milk with his cereal. This is uh this is kind of a thing that scandalized what? me. Makes a lot of sense when you figure it out. He uses Greek yogurt. Greek what? yogurt. That's right, folks. Not I've milk. I've never been more disappointed in my worse. entire life. Uh, I don't know, man. When Actually, it's super, it's super high in protein. Greek yogurt's you know apparently good for you. I don't know. I don't eat it, but you know. It's, my it's... parents told me that Santa wasn't real is a shadow <laughs> of a comparison to how disappointed I am about this hearing this. Uh, yeah. Moving on. Uh, Seriously, though, I love milk, guys. The percentage of the milk affect the quality of the performance given. Is your non-fat less effective at uh, getting your players re-energized than say a heavy cream? <laughs> 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 so if you have a particularly stressful game, you just got to chug the heavy cream with the whipping cream down to re-energize. It helps a lot. Yeah, I don't know. As someone who has definitely given his son like uh, watered down half and half when it when I ran out of like two percent or whatever, um, you know, I think I think the heavy cream could 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 you know it has its place. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's if you don't have a lot of space, you just need a, like a little shooter. You want to reduce the total volume it's going to work at work itself out in the end right mm -hmm. uh socal champ uh ben jumping in the chat letting us know he drinks whole milk oh uh, which means good to know he's obviously taking uh buy-ins from big milk uh to promote the whole milk campaign. and those gains man but yeah. guys what kind of tie-ins are we going to see once big milk gets its hands on art of war or vanguard tactics are we going to see like a a video of John Lennon at a top table pulling up his socks before just pounding a gallon <laughs> oh, of milk. Oh man! I what? Like a sports drink promo yeah. featuring milk and John Lennon, and it's just like a slow camera pan up his like up past his dumpy socks, over his sock garter, <laughs> up to him just like finishing off a like milky glass with a big mustache. Right, like that's the that's the important part. Yeah. <sighs> No, there's some serious milk drinkers, I think, in that household, I got to say. Yeah. There's got to be. That place oh, strikes me as... You're delusional if you don't think that Mark Perry drinks milk straight from a cow every single day. Yes. <laughs> I think I think the cow drinks milk from any Mark Perry. That's possible. That's possible. I, I Wow. I never thought of that. Change it a up. milk-fed cow. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm interested I in mean, this concept. Milk-fed milk. What a selfish cow. What a selfish cow. What, you want this to feed your children? No, no, no. No. no, no. Just this we're going to move it on. This is, uh, awesome. this is a treat. Let's talk about Monopoly, guys. <laughs> this week's episode. How dare uh, the I mean, chat yeah, chastise us for being off topic as we transition major, to this bit? Uh, there's, there's been a balance update. We're going to talk about milk and Monopoly. Uh, but what is a more appropriate uh, performance drink? for Warhammer players. So you have like professional Warhammer players, you have people going to these big tournaments. What is a more appropriate drink for them uh, than whole milk? Mm. Uh, while you guys are thinking about this, Paul Christian, that isn't how you get mad cow disease. You get that by feeding cows uh, other cows. 
uh, uh specifically their brains yeah specifically and, cows brains yes and spinal mm-hmm. fluids yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yes mm, kreitzfeld yakub <laughs> perfect <laughs> that's actually why that's why that's why john wasn't allowed into the continental united states oh actually yeah. that's why i'm not allowed to donate blood at all fun times <laughs> He might. He might. You never know. He might have shared some needles with some uh, shady bovines back in. <laughs> Haven't you seen Train Spotting, dude? Come on, man. Get with the times. That's fair. John lived that's that. Fair. That's actually back <laughs> that He chose. He chose life. It's a biography. Uh, so chat's coming in. Let us know. Salty seawater would be an appropriate one, maybe for a lot of our player base. On the lower tables, if you're with me, it's a lot of salty seawater drinkers around there. Uh, we have a 32 ounce of PBR and a pack of Lucky Strikes. That's what we call the Val streaming kit. That's uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, oh, Val, what God is your idea smug. for the appropriate drink for professional gamers? Oh, Crab. oh, go ahead. No, no, you first, Val. You're the guest. What? Well, or whatever or producer i don't know what what, what whatever i am yeah uh i was i was just gonna reference the new york episode of the simpsons and say crab juice uh but we were also talking about clamato juice and that would have been a better callback (laughs) over to you danny (laughs) well it's obviously got to be crow crow's milk yeah fight milk yeah fight milk yeah, uh, Jack coming in hot saying pro gamers full bottles of wine, and that is a pretty <laughs> well. Hey, if you do very Chester. well, uh, Warhammer. Yeah, we call yeah. it we call it Chestering, and it's very it's very good. <laughs> is that what we call Chestering? Point. It's called Chestering. <laughs> <laughs> Jack coming in with roll like a crow. Uh, <laughs> people have finally engineered a way to prove that competitive chess can be discreetly cheated at. Uh, with this guy here, a website figured out <laughs> how to produce uh, something that could vibrate there? and has yeah. the potential uh, to be undetectable. Uh, <laughs> guys, in case you guys didn't know, a few uh, the chess world is just in a furious storm of controversy. We have dice rolling behind ruins and water cups. Uh, they have anally inserted communication devices. Yeah, we call that the cheating suppository. It's, we uh, do. And the device was uh, obviously intended to be, for those audio listeners, uh, to be inserted into uh, the human anus for means of communication for cheating at chess. Or the cow, if you're really trying to top table it. I don't think it's for a cow. You need a much larger one. I think that would just fall right out. Uh, Joel Atkins with maybe my favorite comment in FLGN history. Yeah, jam that in your keister and act normal. (laughs) I'm glad you were able to read that with an accent. That's uh, excellent. <laughs> I don't think you can say keister in any other way. Uh, yeah, I, I, I actually, I don't know if it was inspired by this show or somewhere where I, for some reason, heard about the uh, Is scandal. Is this how you beat Dickie at fantasy battles? <laughs> with a butt, what is the so what is the uh potential warhammer adjacent usage here or the, well, that's the, the question. how can we utilize this technology in warhammer because <laughs> essentially what's happening here is is the accusation is they're putting the small device inside the rectum uh, and then using their knowledge of morse code yeah to i was gonna say dude he's got peter on line two Coaching them on how to be dicky at Warhammer Fantasy. <laughs> well, I mean, how? I mean, how? How many? How many? Uh, how many things in a like the you can you can like say a chess move in a pretty like efficient number of mm-hmm. symbols, right? It's like a sure. four to blah blah, right? Like you can do that. So, from what I understand, this guy beat Magnus, who is this like he was a prodigy, but now we're all old, so now he's like the millennial uh, chess prodigy and. He was beat by this guy who shouldn't have beat him. And so therefore, the only conclusion that this Magnus fella could draw was that he was cheating. However, it's really hard to cheat in an IRL chess tournament because they actually like, they like wand you down. And unless you have, you know, some sort of like visible communication device and like you're like body searched coming in and there's footage of it and stuff. So the... (laughs) So the the conclusion the was that, more invasive. that someone phoned Christopher Walken <laughs> and was like, "Christopher, I need <laughs> I need to cheat at chess." Oh and then and Christopher Joel was Atkins like, was "Christopher was like, so the only only option you have is to hide that lump of <laughs> that uncomfortable lump of junk up your ass." And that's what he did. He put a vibrating butt plug in his butt. 
Uh, I think this is just, I think it's the more likely scenario to me feels like uh, this Magnus fellow got beat. That's fair. It's possible. <laughs> is it, is it yeah, possible? It's, it, I don't know. Maybe not. I do he know that signed. FLG is going to be uh, supporting uh, a new uh, entry uh, for all tournaments, full body cavity searches for yeah, uh, a literal uh, for entry. All now, who's delivering that? That uh, full cavity search. That's the question, really. That depends on whether you got the high roller package or not. <laughs> <laughs> I feel really bad for Kicker, though, as the event coordinator, yeah. to be honest with you now. Oh, He's got to wear a lot of hats. Oh, man, gloves. I was hoping Frankie's mom was still working the, the chicken. What's going on? <laughs> She's a saint. I'm suggesting that she would not do that, and she would right. get out of there. Yeah, Val is very happy with this carrying position. the LVO for years. Absolutely. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I want to try and say this, but I'm a very mature person. Mm -hmm. What is the next phase of competitive cheating? Is there anything beyond the asshole? Oh, yeah, a vibrating sounding rod. Sounding rod? <laughs> <laughs> this is a cultural thing. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Oh, so, man. Sounding. Well, Val. Is, so... Sounding would be when you take a metal rod. Uh -huh. Oh, it could be take, glass too, actually. Or glass. Well, phew, you don't want to do that. And then yeah, you put it careful. in the tip of your, your Peter. PP. And then push it on down. Aha. Uh -huh. Yeah. Well, that's good times. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode, Sounding Milk Monopoly. I see. I see. Do people realize that the only thing you'll find is the back of your bladder? I mean, you could catheterize yourself. You could find out exactly what that's like. It's not great. It sucks. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's no fun. Yeah, Anywho. Lord Maggot uh, says, what if your Peter is curved? It means you can't cheat and you're an honest person. <laughs> yes. Peter checks. Coming soon to an event near you. Bandage. Never been an advantage until now. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible models are timeless. Uh, uh -huh. But this 3D print that I found, which is always a good start, oh, no, uh, of the Void Dragon. Oh, my. Uh, Found at a special site called Only Satans takes the cake. <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny joke, guys, because that's a big titty Satan uh, kneeling on a bed. Uh, Danny, you're our resident Necron expert here. How much cosmic energy does it take to manifest a twin size bed you might find in a college dormitory? That's uh, good. Yeah. surprisingly little, John. Um, it actually takes yeah. more cosmic energy or soul energy, if you will life force energy to manifest those giant that giant rack <laughs> you know the jiggle I, physics takes a lot of cosmic oh, energy so much dude with living metal it doesn't really sync up well <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna go out on a limb here guys i don't want to die on this hill but i am gonna go to bat here that of a lot of the sort of gross titties on things that we've seen, mm -hmm. this oh. to me feels less exploitive maybe maybe i'm this wrong the most tasteful it feels yeah, it, you really? know, I mean, it's an odd fantasy, I will give you that, but it does look to be an of-age, sexualized Catan, although the single twin bed does give me pause, but, you know, like, uh, not particularly gratuitously well, posed, I, I don't know. Well, remember, Val, worse. That the Void Dragon is like 30 feet tall, so that bed uh -huh. is huge. It's a cosmic twin bed. <laughs> yeah, which is a different scale altogether. <laughs> Uh, Jack coming in with a great point that the Satan are slaves, though, uh, which makes this a troubling. Oh, a there we go. Damn it. So, yeah, I didn't pick up on that subtle subtext there. No. Okay, fair enough. Um, what are some of this Satan's powers, Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you that the uh, the Sky of Falling Stars takes on a lot of very different connotation, and the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> antimatter meteor is uh is uh particularly spicy let's just put it that way <laughs> um, well then uh moving on from that what is something in 40k that cannot be sexualized that's, oh. that is just there isn't a there isn't a thing i mean if this show is if this show is proven it's proven yeah. anything that is, there is, a, you would think there was. Perhaps the Dorn tank, kind of a frumpy uh, uh, a silhouette, if you ask me. 
Val, uh, I've got some news for you. I've got some pictures to show you from online about tank. Have you ever heard of tank girls before, my friends? <laughs> I was trying to be very, uh, very specific, but apparently, yes. Okay, it's probably already sexualized. Oh, Seth's on the right page here. He says the yeah, thing I'm, in 40K that can't be sexualized is Val. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Say, Thank you. Gonna, Thank you, Seth. I was going to paraphrase Seth and say the thing in 40K that can't be sexualized is Seth. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, oh yeah. come on. It's funny. Because Signals from the front line now canceled. <laughs> <laughs> no, they've just been moved to uh, 1 a.m. <laughs> Eastern. Friday time nights at 8.30 a.m. <laughs> that's just the morning, Danny. Uh, Friday, yeah, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to keep with fan art here for a second because uh -huh. love is not forever. The friendship is magic with this next guy. Um, I found this. It's very innocent looking picture. Danny, you want to, to use your skills to describe it? Be, I'm well, drinking I don't know which so My Little Pony this is supposed to represent. So I'm just going to say, I'm just going to caveat that with this. I'm not a My Little Pony expert, a brony, if you will. Um, uh, but there is a space Marine, uh, cradling a sister of battle power armored pony on his knee. Uh -huh. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's no context. The space Marine's face isn't finished draw. I don't, I don't know what's going on with that. It's very blank. Maybe it's a look of surprise. I'm not really sure what that's supposed to indicate. Um, but yeah, that's the yeah. picture. And it says, was talking on Discord, and this shit popped up. Yeah, uh, <laughs> which uh, is, is not interesting of a, in and of itself. No. But it made I, me realize. We're surprised. Sorry, Val. No, I was just going to pop in. Uh, uh, SoCal Champion Ben Jurek asking, can the new FLG counter height table be sexualized? And I just need to pop in there and say, actually, no, cannot, especially in the 40K community, can only support 300 pounds. So you're probably... Probably going to be in uh, in this top on that. This is a perfect one. time for your new drum roll. I right, like sound. Oh, oh which button was it though? Damn it! <laughs> Will we find the button? Who knows? Um, no. Let's say, there's That's a lot why Val can't be sexualized. <laughs> hey, ben, you can never hey, find the right button. Hey, Ben <laughs> Jerk, what'd you have to later? Well, there it is. Okay. Oh. So say, for example, there's a lot of artists out there now taking commissions. Times are hard. So say uh -huh. someone wanted to commission an artist, uh, say for the most ridiculous sketch, uh, Warhammer 40,000 related possible. Uh, what would that be, uh, guys? I zoned out. What? That's fair. <laughs> I am talking. Uh, so say someone wanted to commission an artist yeah. uh, to create the most ridiculous sketch uh, involving Warhammer. Uh, say, for example, uh, Marines softly cradling with love a oh. commissar Female space Marines. little pony. No problem. <laughs> Val coming no. at all with female space Marines. <laughs> wow. Isn't that, isn't, that, isn't that widely accepted? What? Is this, an, is this a controversial? <laughs> for the record, I was just being a jerk there. I, I think that's a, one of the dumber arguments in 40K. Uh, go ahead, Danny. After yeah, I Danny, suck the air right out of the room. I, yeah, I have no... I have, I have no, no you're not up. Because my follow-up question is, what's Goat Boy's email? So let's go. Well, what have you got here? What's... <laughs> Goat Boy will draw anything. anything. That's yeah, for sure. We're going to put yeah. that to the test, Danny. Chat, too. Throw this out here. Uh, so we're starting uh, with Val's base, uh, a female space marine. Which, <laughs> oh, no. Thanks for keeping it uncontroversial. Yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, I, um, yeah, yeah sure. Let's go. Let's go. Val as a female space marine. Let's get meta. All right, let's go. Um, how about uh, a male space marine in a uh -huh. speedo? I actually the the first Thursday show of all time. Let me see if I can pull it pull pull up the artwork. Uh, featured a, uh, a space marine in a speedo. His name is Adam Camilleri, and he's a treasure. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, space marine, not Australian. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Joel, uh, coming in hot in chat. I'm not going to read it out loud because that is actually something I'm going to send to some people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, Gilman is uh, Sheriff McNugget. Amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, Danny, many of them are good. <laughs> describe this next slide uh, okay. for the pleasure of the audio listener. <clears throat> so this is a picture... <laughs> 
this is the this is a picture of uh, a, of a man uh, with a net worth of negative nine hundred million dollars, um, <laughs> raging, uh, wearing a uh, I don't know is that like a Pink Floyd T shirt? Uh, I assume it's got some kind of a rainbow on it. Uh, just, That's just the firmament. So angry, and it's the caption is men are or sorry men saying women are too emotional. And the picture is indicating a man when they fail a five-inch charge. Um, I can really empathize with this. Yeah. Guys, uh, what's the most frustrated you've ever gotten during a game of Warhammer? And Val, for your oh. benefit, I didn't add a number to the end of the word Warhammer. What? <laughs> oh, I get what? it. Actually, my story is about fantasy, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was going to say that I mean, very popular game. I wonder why that died me. when your most frustrating times were playing it. Well, it's just one game. Uh, I was playing a game against uh, one of my friends. I was playing orcs and goblins. He was playing high elves. Uh, oh man! He, uh, you know, here, just wait till you hear this. Uh, I failed. I failed every single one of my animosity checks that turn. So that all my army, one. Yeah, just would you roll one on a d6 for each one of your units? And I had like five big units and some units that were immune, but all the ones that I could fail, I did. Um, and I kind of pushed forward, presented my flanks to his army, basically. Mm. Um, and uh, I was so frustrated. Uh, and then he proceeded to just roll me and rolled super well, right? I was so frustrated uh, that I picked up one of his dice and uh, I spit it at him because ah. he was rolling so hot. Because I'm an guys, excellent this was sport. pre-COVID. Obviously, we're talking about Warhammer fantasy. Oh here. yeah, this was many years ago, guys. This is like yeah. this is like 10, 10 plus years ago. So, uh, oh, but for I real. I don't even know how you categorize that that particular like example of of aggression. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> first of all, you're picking up a filthy, sweaty game dice. I know, putting it in your mouth, and then you're like. Popeye spinaching it out at him? Like, is it a patooey? Is it a, like, is it like a hockaloogie? Like blow at him, blow at him. And it hit him right in his chest and uh, fell to the floor. So it was more uh, like, not a, like with a, a bunch of spit. Yeah. Like that. Exactly. Like if you like had, that. for example, if you had snuck a piece of Nicorette in your mouth and you were to just. Yeah. Just Whoa. like that. Excellent. That was Dude, perfect, some people watch us in 3d, man. Not cool. Wow. Eh? This so is now I get it. Did you did like you my come... bloody Valentine? Did you come to blows? <laughs> no, he's like one of my good friends. Um, yeah. actually, <laughs> so he just laughed at me. Like he's like, okay. you, you, you asshole. Um, ironically, keep that dice. That dice he spat rolled a one. Uh, oh, yeah. what was Probably. It did. Uh, for me, I think almost all of my fantasy dejection has been uh, covered. Basically, every stream I've ever had would be the most frustrating uh, Warhammer related uh, event. Uh, and I could just go on about every single micro and macro aggression that streaming has has brought to my life. It's, by the way, nothing more thrilling than when it works. However, um, I would say it would be failing uh, a cold-blooded uh, leadership check oh, God. Um, with my Temple Guard and Slan unit. Um, actually, no, it wasn't. It was just a bunch of it was just a bunch of Source Warriors. The Slan was somewhere else. Uh, so that means I failed a leadership ten test that means i had to roll above 10 on three dice yep. dropping the highest and i did that twice because i and and in a, in a row very slim odds of that happening uh probably below one percent i would say um and that was uh that was really painful and then later on uh, one of dickie's slayers uh just one of them survived uh to 1.5 percent that's 1.5%. Thank you. Um, one Slayer uh, had survived uh, because Slayers are useless and they die really easy. Well, they also, if one survives and just kisses the side of your unit and you, for some reason, don't manage to kill it, uh, it just holds that unit up. So that entire unit just never got anywhere for the entire game because they're jerks. jerks that was very lovely. frustrating. Vividly frustrating. Amazing. So maybe more relevant here. You guys are, are now seasoned, mature people. Yes. What are some of your pro tips uh, for staying calm at the table when things oh. may not be going your way. Don't play orcs. That's a great pro tip, and one that I have followed hey, to this real, day. Real quick, just on that, uh, who won SoCal this weekend? Was that Space Marines? Look, yeah. I mean, Ben Jerks and the Ben Jerk, it might still be in the chat, uh, but maybe he, could, he might be able to comment, but, like, I will t I will tell you, like, I played 8th edition orcs, probably the height 
I don't know about now. Obviously, like like they uh, they, they have serious. Apparently, they're good again. I don't know. Uh, but like uh, like I played like the hype of 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 eighth edition orcs, which had crazy RNG. So you had like the super shock attack gun, which was two d six shots. Uh, 2d6 strength if you rolled over at 10 it dealt like extra mortal wounds on top or it shot twice with strength two and like so this kind of that kind of just like a like a like a just potential outcome it just is too much for for a half finger's heart and i embarrassed myself a number of times just losing my goddamn mind or like just rolling a one with your with your uh big guys with the guns uh you know the ludus it was just yep. tough. It's tough. The RNG is, is nuts. And fantasy fantasy battles also the same. Uh, just orcs yeah. have just like incredible variability in their power. Uh, maybe that's less so now. Maybe they've evened it out to, to you know, bow down to the competitive community or whatever. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. So don't play beautiful, orcs. Beautiful and poignant words from Warzone Atlanta champion. Uh, Mel <laughs> um Danny, what about you? What are some things you can do uh, to stop yourself from getting frustrated and kind of staying calm at the table? And what you guys have uh, very like succinctly pointed out is is an, like a dice odds based game where some things may not go your way regardless True. of tactics. You know, I try really hard. I'm not always successful at this, and this is something I'm always continuously working on because it's uh, good sportsmanship is one of the most difficult skills to master. I think. Uh, just in general. Uh, and I feel like not caring so much about the outcome of the game no. and just wanting to have a good game is so much better for your sportsmanship uh, and mm -hmm. for your your ability to contain your rage when the dice betray you and stab you in the back over and over and over again um, until you're just this quivering mass of anger and angst. I think it's really important not to care about that so much and just really concentrate on having a good time. If, if I could, I, I would say actually, like, I think you could still care a lot about the outcome of the game. I think sure. it's being really invested in any individual outcome. Exactly. Like, exactly. That shouldn't matter to you. Yeah. It should just be mm -hmm. like, is your game, is your, are you doing your game plan great? And like, be mad at yourself for your, for not coming up with a better game plan. Um, uh, it's just when you, like, it's like, it's like when, you know, like when the guy in Grand Theft Auto, like carjacks, I need this and like steals the car. <laughs> like if, if you ever like about to roll dice, you're like, I need this. Like that's, you're about to have probably a man tantrum, a big yep. old baby kicking in like upsetness. Um, also I'd say a really good way of controlling, um, not getting upset playing 40 K. I just don't play 40 K. Uh, it's a good way. Uh, I haven't, I haven't been upset playing 40 K in almost a year now, probably over, wow. well, over, over wow. a year without being upset about playing 40 K. It's been fantastic. It's beautiful. Uh, Chad coming in strong, uh, recommending apparently substance abuse is the best way uh, to Solid. not get frustrated over staying calm on the table. Uh, speaking of remaining calm, uh, the balanced data slate arrived last week. Um, <laughs> and is this uh, wonderful uh, Evan Valdike meme shows. Whoa. This is worthless. The crowd went mild. Uh, an Art of War stream. Richard Siegler showed emotion, which is more terrifying for wow. the future of AI. Um, Danny, he's Val, a man. He's a human here. being. A good guy that Richard seeks. He's not a robot. He bleeds. He has a heart in his he? chest, just like can us. You, can you prove that? What? <laughs> Listen, the, he's a man. This is the Show Your Work podcast, uh, Val. You need to prove that thing. Look, uh, corn syrup with red food dye in it looks a lot like blood. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, his his blood type is sure. No, that's just look. That's uh, just what he drinks for lunch. Okay, like it's not. <laughs> it's just a very efficient way of getting glucose in his bloodstream. Okay, every some people do it. Some people drink chocolate milk. Other people drink just corn syrup with some red dye in it. Okay, he's a pro gamer. He drinks non-fat sugared cereal and uh, greek yogurt who knows i mean people have a lot of weird tastes <laughs> that's still, okay that's still the most bizarre takeaway from today's episode which i will Dude, not drop i'm gonna be thinking um, about that that's gonna live <laughs> in my brain for a really long time yeah. danny what are your thoughts on the data slate that released it was uh long waited for long called for and it was really pretty much nothing I'm, I mean, I think it's a little disappointing. I think people were hoping for uh, more change. Um, but ultimately, um, uh, don't be a little baby. Oh, um, 
you know, like I think that people were overreacting to this data slate somehow, like this was going to be some kind of a panacea, but honestly, the meta's in like a pretty decent place. Um, so it's not the end of the world if this isn't, doesn't fix everything. So mm-hmm. that's, that, that's kind of, that's kind of my takeaway. I think people are, are overreacting to it a, a little bit, but Hey, you know what? Um, there's going to be another one in probably roughly three ish months. <laughs> So what, uh, um, let's rest our oh, hopes there, on that. Wouldn't there be when does the when does the season run out? It would have to be January. Well, that doesn't right? matter to the data slate. Yeah. I mean, no? I, think it's, I think it's I think the data slate's for sure coming out before LVO. Oh, I don't know. You don't think maybe. So? so? Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's why they yeah, push the. Well, we need, well, we need one. I don't know. So say, get those practice thing? games in for LVO because it might be functionally worthless rules time by the time it comes around. Um, but then why do you think people are so apathetic about it? Well, John, I think people were apathetic about this data slate because they were hoping for bigger changes for some of the greatest defenders. Um, and uh, a lot of a lot of armies that didn't get changes, like Necrons and things like that, are, are able to put up these ludicrous uh, numbers for secondaries and things like that. That being said... I'm a little I'd be a little bit worried about any kind of modification that they do to an army like that because it basically completely relies on its secondaries and not at all the army rules because the data slates are all still garbage in that book like for the most part there's some okay ones and the I mean, they did, are bad they did realize bad. that the silent king had the vehicle keyword so like that was nice I mean that was good but they also said that people were resurrecting like catacomb command barges which is not a thing that can happen in the game uh-huh. so I'm not really sure what was going on there <laughs> Their yeah, yeah, they, their um their their data came from their friend Chris's garage, uh, where they watched four people play over a weekend, uh, and they're pretty sure that Dan so like can't do that. We just all account. log into Daka Daka and see that there are just a bunch of like <laughs> frantic threads from like totally not GW dev accounts, like being like, guys, guy, what the, what does this do? Is those random do? posts of if you could fix one thing for Warhammer, what would you fix? <laughs> Most suspicious username ever. dot com. Yeah, <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, Joe, like, what What do you as as a casual observer of forty k at this point? Um, not too many uh, hosses in the race. What was what was what was the what was the 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 uh, the, the thing that people were the big outcry? Like, because I have heard anecdotally from people being like, Simon, you should, yeah, that's my real name. Well, you should you should uh, play forty uh, k no more." Um, we've got almost 60 people combined watching that might be a show record. Thank you, everyone. Um, the, uh, but anyway, for a nice number, people talk about the game saying it's, it's, it seems good. Everyone seemed really engaged, had a wonderful time and all this stuff. I saw at SoCal, uh, that wasn't me specifically. So, um, what, what is it that, that didn't happen that maybe people were really expecting? What was the, what was the unrequited love moment of the status slate that it spawned the vitriol? Because I have seen a lot of like butthurt about it. I think people were hoping for some more buffs to the armies at the bottom, um, mm-hmm. like Space Marines. Uh, like the fact that they said, oh, here's a secondary that you can score maybe two extra points on a game um, on average. Um, uh, is kind of, And that's all they did for Space Marines at all is pretty No, they they also told the player base that they were just bad at the game. Oh, that's right. Yeah, this it's the Space Marines' <laughs> fault that they're bad. Like just Space Marine <laughs> players in general are bad, which is pretty – why like, you, we gave you 8,000 data sheets. We gave so you two undid, extra victory points. <laughs> they undid uh, they undid the the Admech nerf from the previous data slate, I believe. Or back yeah, data slate, right? that was actually pretty good. I think so that this, thankfully, though, might be the, one of the, the first, point. maybe one of the first uh, un, un, uh, like uh, control Zs uh, that they've uh, <laughs> they've done that I'm aware of. Um, yeah. Why do you think, Penny's though? Because like, you didn't say control Z. Uh, well, we also have thing. to know our keyboard commands, guys. I, don't <laughs> make me control why that joke and uh, and, and no. change it around a bit. Uh, but nonetheless, look, guys, uh, what I'm trying to say here is why do you think that there seems to be a reluctance to, uh, you know, that they're willing to modify the balance status slate? But if it's in one of those fancy errata FAQs, those things are written in tablets, uh, you know, quarried by Moses. So why why can't they just delete some of the eighth edition era space marine nerfs that were done to to those those supplemental books 
What 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 do what what could the possible reticence well, be around doing that? There there aren't any eighth edition era nerfs to Space Marines because that codex came out in ninth edition. Battle Company but returns. Maybe maybe you mean like it. It, maybe the supplements? Uh, I did use the word supplement, Danny. Oh okay, I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, you he doesn't listen to you either. <laughs> but yeah, why why would there be a light? Like it does seem like this also happened. I remember calling this out in eighth edition itself. It's like as you got to the end of the cycle, there would be nerfs from the beginning of the cycle. It was like, okay, well, these are a little heavy handed at this point. Sure. Why not undo stuff? Yeah, know? no, I think that that's probably a good idea, but that didn't happen at all. So I think that that's another factor of disappointment that other people might have. Um, between that and like uh, as uh, uh, nerf uh, E01 uh, notes, Necrons and sister secondaries didn't get changed while the Space Marine ones did, and I think that that's probably a mistake. Um, the the Necron ones shouldn't be an auto like some of them shouldn't be like automatically 15, 15 points. Basically, I think that's kind of not 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 good. And the sisters ones that they can score like fifteen points on the end of the game if they go second, like automatically, is like pretty stupid. Um, I think the Nid nerds were sort pretty of, they're fair. not willing to change the secondaries as much. Um, because they don't want to be seen as invalidating a book that itself invalidates itself within six months. Because if all of the secondaries from here on out are going to be in the GT packs. Did you just say, why didn't they invalidate the nerfs that they're going to invalidate? No, I'm saying, do you think that's the reason why they didn't want to nerf or change the, the secondaries? Oh, because, because they, they are going to be changed. changed to be oh, because you think they're going to be changed book. coming out. I think I yeah. think that's stupid. Then they can get some. They can get some testing. I mean, the, the stuff's already going to go to print, so I guess that doesn't matter. They already know the changes they're going to make to those. So, I don't know, po possibly, but they made changes to the Space Marine one. So obviously, they're not afraid to make changes to those secondaries. It's just yeah. interesting. I I I really do sometimes wonder, like, what what the internal mechanisms are and what the politics might be behind some of this stuff and why especially now that we do have the actual like studio guy front and center delivering the the keynote on these 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 uh these updates um it's interesting that uh you know they wouldn't go back and review stuff outside of that balance stuff i wonder why they're siloed in that way um yeah it seems weird i mean he has a he has a six-point plan for competitive play and, and i can't wait to see it pull, uh, play out um moving on uh, the data slate, it, it came, it went, it sort of didn't do anything, and it sort of did at the same time. Uh, but guys, do you want the benefits of the LVO High Roller Pass? Get all the goodies that come with it, uh, have a value far beyond the cost of the item, without having to socialize with people or the general public. Perfect. Well, do we here have great news for you, as Frontline Gaming is bringing you their exclusive hobby boxes filled with amazing product from Frontline Gaming, the Army Painter, Cromlick, Squad Marks, and more. And if you didn't even want to buy one, you can currently win one through Frontline Gaming's Facebook page or buy your own through the link uh, below this uh, video podcast or even the podcast at FrontlineGaming.org. All the swag, none of the people, hobby boxes. Mm. Uh, <laughs> See, told you, Val, I would do it. Uh, Danny, what are, what are some of your favorite VIP inclusions of the last few years? You're a, a famed high roller yourself. What's uh, some of the cool stuff you've got in there? Oh, man, I get I get all kinds of cool stuff in the high roller package. Um, you know, actually, uh, I, I, would, I hope that we get to see some things. Like I've got some fancy neoprene uh, objective markers from LVO, um, mm -hmm. which were really nice. I'm really glad I got to get those. Um, I got, uh, man, what else I got? Uh, oh God, what is the name of that game? Uh, the, the, the fantasy kill team game. I got a, an entire copy of that. Um, uh, what is it? Shadespire? Now the, I don't know what the new one Warcry? is. Like. Warcry? Warcry? No, no we it's got not Shadespire Warcry. last year. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. yeah LVO, you got a yeah. copy of the new Shadespire. It's Underworlds. Dire Chasm. <laughs> yeah, Underworlds. Thank you, Val. Yeah. yeah. Dire Chasm, though. Actually, I'm super excited about uh, yeah, Direcasm. I'm really excited about the new changes to Shadespire, uh, but that can be another that can be a conversation for another time. Um, and then uh, I, I got I, I got some paints. Actually, I got some sick paints from Pro Acryl. I got uh, the transparent purple. I use all the time. In fact, it's like right here on my painting desk. This this shit is awesome. 
So I'm super stoked I got that. That is perfect for my painting style. You know, I love I love purple. Um, uh, I got some brushes. I got some dice. Uh, I got uh, some miniatures. I did get some Privateer Press miniatures that were pretty crappy, um, but that's not their fault. That's Privateer Press. Um, uh, but other than that, like. I mean, I got them for free. So, or, well, I mean, I paid for them, but you know, like they're, they were like the value of the package was, was way worth it. Oh, the pine class, which I left at my hotel room in Vegas, uh, real did. class move there. I was really bummed about that. One Moral of the home. story here, guys, is that Frontline Gamer right now is not selling VIP passes. Those have sold out. But if you wanted to get something similar, yeah, you could, you could both use, uh, use the, uh, use the campaign that, uh, frontline is doing. You just go to the various social accounts and, and, and click it off. I'll make sure to put the links not there right now, but I'll get it in there, uh, to, to a cool contest. You have a chance to win the box. You, you can actually purchase the box using our link. It'll help, help out the show. If you want to do it, you get to like have a nice Brad Pitt moment. And when you open it, it's not a loved one's head. It will be hobby supplies. So there you go. We, I pitched that way better. I made you think yeah. of. Of a dismembered head in a box. Oh, sorry. Was not, I supposed to be supply. pitching that? I was just describing the things that I got. In yeah. My no, I think I actually did a better job than John. That's for sure. Yes. <laughs> well, it's all of the benefits of the free stuff of the high roller pass. Can you just pretend? Can, here, here's how we do this. So just <laughs> pretend. Just pretend that Frontline Gaming is Games Workshop, and then just hmm. talk about it, and you guys will just be real natural, like real, real, like positive shills. It'll be great. <laughs> oh, here we go. Great. Yeah. So when are they going to fix the game again? No. <laughs> yeah so my friend got the high roller pack or like a package at the last gw open that was really nice too i saw that um so i'm sure frontline pulls together something exactly just as good just as yeah. good just as good just as good, good. good actually uh, looks really sick that is we're gonna we're gonna roll out tonight uh and finish off i just want to bring people's attention oh i just uh, got a text message <laughs> oh, oh no, no. From from who, Val? <laughs> what, what do we got? What do we got? Oh yeah, let's let's advertise <laughs> let's, something else. Let's Good stuff. That, I like let's great slide. That's, the uh, one where Val gets fired on air. Is that the name of this episode? <laughs> let's move on to the next slide, guys. Okay, cool. We're gonna roll finish out tonight with this uh, more free stuff. I just want to let people know that Mechanicus is going to be free on the Epic Game Store on October 27th. Uh, we didn't get any money for this. I mean, if you want to give us money for this, Mechanicus people, go ahead and do it. Um, but it's a great game. And uh, October the 27th, it will be free. That's that's all I wanted to say. Val, You're so disappointed, I love Val. <laughs> You have the look of a man who knows this is our last episode. <laughs> <laughs> The Epic Game Store, man? Come on. The Epic Look. Game Store. They need help? You think they need help? Look, you think, you think they need help? You think they need you know, oh, 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 you know, I had such a hard time hearing about the new promotion from the Epic <laughs> Game Store. You know, some people just Reese don't know Frankie about it. legitimately help us put on this show every single week, and you upstage their very good product, with a freemium game on the Epic Game Store. I just, I'm at a loss. I'm at a loss, guys. The Hobby Box promotion goes to the end of this week. You can sign up. You have a chance to win. You really help us all out. We work really hard to make this content, except for John. Wow. I'm going to say that's categorically false. <laughs> Two of the three of us just Actually, had to I'm going to up on John up on this one. John works really hard every week to make sure that we have a show. So, John, I really appreciate you. Yeah, no, like seriously, John. I, I did, like no, you do you do good stuff. It's it's great. It's great. I'm crying but, inside. Uh, Although Tim the Source were coming along, so live coverage of events is getting better and better. Val, keep it up. Well, that's oh, nice. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, great. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, one day, we're gonna leave one, it on we'll that positive note. No, yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Perfect. Uh, Danny, uh, Val berated me for daring to offer people something uh, that I think they wouldn't maybe notice because who the fuck uses the Epic Game Store? Uh, <laughs> they try to get me to get out. Total War games on Epic Games. I John, if you want to ghost right for me when you get fired, it's fine, dude. I'll, I'll be happy to have you on. <laughs> that was gay. Well, I already know both of our collective abilities to book guests, so I'll just switch to a TV. <laughs> um, what? I was going to say my usual, what an amazing show, but no, what a show. Uh, it was, it was show. amazing. Show. I think it was a good show. Yeah. Good show. Good. <laughs> we still it was good. What I do? This is a good show. 
That was a good bit. I think we just had what they call a good bit. I think the audience probably enjoyed that little back and forth. It's not real. I'm not actually upset. I believe you're. I mean, it is funny that we plugged the billion dollar corporation after us. What? You better believe your ass, live viewers and podcast listeners. I will promote something from the Epic Game Store. <laughs> Even if it is just for God, I can't wait to start our Mechanicus podcast. <laughs> <laughs> On the Epic Games. Of all of the shows we've ever created, this was certainly one of them. Definitely a show. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, to go over something or other. Probably have Val back, you know, <laughs> just to keep me grounded. Uh, we'll go over the highest highs and the lowest lows of the community. Thank you, everyone, for watching. And as always, it's pretty grim after dark. Bye, you guys.